Welcome into the Landry Football Podcast Network, another edition of the Landry Football Podcast. Wishing you all a very happy and blessed Easter weekend. Uh, we're going to talk about a few guys in this NFL draft that are boom or bust guys. Could go either way. Now, I know you're saying oh, everybody could do that. No, not really. There's some guys that have high ceilings, low floors, high ceilings, high floors. These are guys that could really high ceilings, but really low floors. So what you're going to get is not likely a safe pick or a pick that you feel like um, you're pretty sure what he's going to be. It's going to be more about boom or bust. So we're going to get into that. A reminder, though, you can get more detailed film room breakdowns on all the draft, on NFL free agency, college football recruiting, college, NFL, all year long at LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer that we have. Uh, that'll take you a full six months. The rest of this scouting season, all the way through next football season, the best deal we've got going. Try it out for a month, six months if you want as well. Uh, we've got those options for you to get insights, football insights, college and NFL, from a coaching, scouting, and front office uh, perspective, LandryFootball.com. Appreciate um, you checking us out and spreading the word. Also, subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, so you don't miss any of our football shows. So these guys jump out at me as guys that will be boom or bust. This is not a complete list. It's not everyone. There are other guys that fit into this category, but um, this is uh, just some of them. Will Levis, Kentucky quarterback. Probably be drafted high in the first round. One thing was clear after seeing him at his pro day and watching all of his tape from 21 and 22. No question about his arm strength. There's also no question he struggled because of offensive line issues at Kentucky. He got hit a lot. He also had a young group of receivers after seeing how well he played in 21. The hope was that he would make a jump in 22, and that didn't happen. His statistics dipped. He threw for 400 fewer yards, five fewer touchdowns, but he completed 65% of his passes. He played through injuries to his foot, finger, and shoulder. Uh, up close, the quick release and powerful arm were apparent. There's no doubt he can make all the throws. So here's the thing. People will look and criticize. Oh, well, Hendon Hooker had a much better year. He did in, in the league. Kentucky wasn't as good. Were they not as good because of the play of Will Levis or because of the play around Will Levis? maybe contributed. That's what you've got to determine uh, with him. His decision-making and accuracy are concerns a little bit to me. Why does he make some of his throws that he does? He lacked His lack of touch is what bothers me. Everything is a fastball. Um, during the pro day, when he tried to put touch on underneath routes or intermediate routes over the top, the ball wobbled, and his accuracy fell off. Unless he's throwing the fastball, his accuracy is in question. Those factors are why, out of the top quarterbacks in this draft, he may be the one with the most bust potential. But the upside is there. I understand why someone will take a chance. But again, boom, bust factor with him there. Jalen Carter. Look, this guy is going to be top three, top five pick. One of the more dominant defensive tackles in this draft in a long time. So why the potential bust? When he wants to play, no one at the collegiate level can block him. 
in the running or passing game. However, there are at least three significant concerns with him. One obvious issue on tape is that he doesn't play hard every snap. Big guys tend to do that. He tends to take that to a different level. Teams are also um, likely to be asking themselves, what type of guy is he off the field? How many hours of manpower and how many resources are teams going to expend to ensure that he's going to be the player that they see on tape? You got the legal issues, which seems to be resolved, but it makes you wonder, is there a pattern here? It was also disappointing that Carter couldn't finish his pro day workout after showing up nine pounds overweight. You'd think a guy with that type of talent would be in the best shape when there's the most pressure to do so. If he can't do it with this much at stake, what is he going to do when he gets a big contract and there's no real downside to him? you got to ask that question. Third major concern, and I don't know if his agent said he wouldn't visit any team drafting outside the top 10. Well, if my team has the 12th pick or the 14th pick, and I'm thinking about moving up in the top 10, and the player doesn't want to come to visit me, guess what? I'm probably not going to take him. It's a dumb move by an agent not telling the guy, you don't take say things like that. What if somebody at 20 wants to move in at 8 to get you? Basically, you've eliminated that. They're not moving up now if they can't get a chance to see you. So there are too many questions, not about his ability, but because of an abundance of it. Uh, but that concerns me. The other, Another one would be Trenton Simpson of Clemson, the linebacker. Maybe one of the most athletic linebackers I've seen. He can run. He can cover. They brush him off the edge through the A-gap. He has all the athletic skills, speed, change of direction you want in a linebacker. I'm concerned about his instincts. A linebacker who I question instinctively is a red flag. There's some hesitation until he sees something. You've got to anticipate. When you see it and then you react, it's a little late. But he's so athletic, he can recover and get to where he needs to be, certainly at the college level. Um, how is he going to perform when he meets against the biggest, strongest, fastest, and smartest players and teams in the league that can cause him to fall step um, when they got to answer to his questions or his um, – another concern is can he play multiple positions? In today's game, a linebacker must play Sam, Mike, and Will. There's no question. Simpson has the athleticism, speed, and power to be everything you want in a three-down linebacker. The key for him will be whether he's instinctive enough to take the next step and do that. Another guy, Jalen Hyatt, might be surprised. He had a phenomenal year at Tennessee. He had a breakout game against Alabama. His athleticism and speed were obvious. He scored five touchdowns against NFL-caliber defense. Why hadn't he done it before? He's got all this guy gift and talented, but he's never utilized them before. That is a concern. It's a red flag. It's not a forget him. I don't want him. No, it's just, it's a fair question. One that is a concern. He wasn't on NFL teams radar until after the Alabama game. Look, give him credit. He's played well, but maybe he's a late bloomer, but maybe he's a one-year wonder. You've got to make that determination. So I'm not saying what side I'm falling on that. I'm just saying 
that is the ideal boomer bust situation. Uh, Jalen Duncan, the tackle for Maryland. Um, he may be the most gifted athlete of any left tackle in this draft class, but his energy and effort is a real concern. There's no way a guy with his physical ability should ever get beat. I mean, he's, and if he does get beat, at least make an effort to recover and get back into play. He seems like there is a clock in his head that must go off after three or four seconds. He doesn't finish all the time or sustain his blocks. If an offensive line can learn how to push all the right buttons, he could be a solid starting left tackle. He was more competitive at the senior bowl, but when he moved to right tackle, moved to, uh, right tackle one day in practice, he struggled. It might have been foreign to him, but he tanks it a little bit. He's got a lot of gifts. People are going to get intoxicated by it. I can get him to change. I can motivate him. Maybe he'll mature. Maybe he'll figure it out. This point, he's a boomer bust. Noah Sewell, the linebacker from Oregon. Big, thick, old-school 3-4 linebacker. Think of him as a Pepper Johnson between the tackles, two-down thumper. can get off blocks, locate the ball. The question is, does he have the range to go sideline to sideline and cover in today's speed game? Can he be an effective – can he be an effective blitzer? Um, I, he's going to have to be from a stack position, not the edge. High football character, smart, plays hard. Um, he's 6'3", 250. Um, he's got athletic and speed limitations. Love him. The two down guy. Worry about him in some of those other areas. Mike Morris, the defensive end of Michigan. Ideal size, 6'6", 278. Um, but he's had marginal at best workout numbers. Might bulk up and move inside. He was productive. Doesn't have too many athletic limitations that would prevent him from becoming an, an edge rusher in the NFL. He needs to get stronger, play with more violence. Seems like he doesn't get that second effort all the time. If you play on the defensive line, you must have the temperament to take on double teams and combo blocks. Requires grit, toughness, and I wonder if he's got the grit and toughness to do that. But each of these players has the traits to become a great player. That's what makes them boom. Can they overcome the critical factors, some of the critical factors that I cited that are concerns to prevent the bust? Boom or bust. Sometimes people label that as, well, a bust. It's boom or bust. Let's keep an eye out on these guys. Hey, a reminder again, you can get more details like this over at LandryFootball.com. The draft, um, free agency, uh, college football, you name it, um, transfer portal, you name it, we got it, LandryFootball.com. Take advantage of our scouting season offer today. A full year membership, the best deal we've got going, or try it out for a month, six months, whatever is your pleasure there. Um, we think you'll absolutely love it. Um, also, remember to subscribe, like, and share the Landry Football Podcast Network wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, that way you don't miss any of our football shows. Appreciate you joining us, folks. For now, we bid you adieu. Talk to you next time.